episode five of the Twisted Trio podcast. I am your host, Brennan, call me Nighthawk of Ever, and today I'm here with Richard Camping Dragon Medina and uh, Skater McGrath. Yeah. So what's up, guys? How's everybody doing? Definitely doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you say, how are we doing? What are you referring to, good sir? Uh, I was just talking about weeks, man. I just weeks. want to know how your week, your week outside of the league is. Outside of the league, um, pretty all right, pretty good. Uh, got to like my my wife's working a different shift right now at her work because our brother in law, or my brother in law's uh, staying with us right now, so he's able to watch the kid during the day. So she's able to go to like the morning shift, kind of around the same time I'm at work. So. Oh, awesome. So when I get off, she's off, and so we could go, like, do stuff, and it's pretty cool. I like it. It's adorable. It is adorable, right? How long, how long is he here for? Uh, he is here until the 24th, I think, we're going back to California. And then I'll be on vacation for, like, a full weekend. Sorry, well, not a full uh, weekend. I'll be, is... I'll be on vacation for, like, a week. This is news to me, sir. What? Is it I news need, to you? I need like four weeks in advance to know that you will be taking a week off. Well, you just got two weeks in advance, so you're going to live I want that. four weeks, damn it. <laughs> then I need a raise. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> you get two pieces of gum per week. No oh. more. Hey, 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 hey. I don't want to steal the limelight. Jared, how was your week, man? Uh, that was pretty good. I bought a house. <laughs> Nonchalantly. I just bought a house. It's exciting. Um, yeah. I've worked a lot of hours. Did you, I'm a cutie pie it and just like find out cash it or no? Uh, I wish. <laughs> That'll be your next house, right? Yeah. Okay. It's exciting. That's exciting. And I guess I'll go. Um, nothing too crazy, just work and stuff. Uh, I have not played any league since last Sunday. You were watching a cat. I I was watching a cat, yeah. I was out in Fountain Hills. It was, it was okay. It's a nice time out there. I did see Pirates of the Caribbean today. Oh, um, was that a good movie? Yeah, it was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Is it entertaining I, in the same way, like... Like uh, Transformers is entertaining. Yeah, like I mean, you watch it and then like wait, wait, the new Transformers. Yes, the new Transformers. I just assume all Transformers are the same, right? Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. No, there's new Transformers. That's not even out. Yeah, I mean it's a Michael it's a Michael Bay film. Okay, I'm referring to Transformers one through four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're all the same. Big shiny robot blowing up shit every five seconds. Um, no. Started with Shia, Shia LaBeouf, now Marky Mark. What? Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely see the new movie, but I don't know. The first one, the first one's the best, obviously. So. <laughs> oh, same yeah, with, same with Pirates. The first one's the best, and then this one's just like, yeah, another Pirates movie, whatever. Anyway, cool. Now we're going to talk about the rift. So, Ricky, let's start with you. We're going to do do a new thing called Nemesis of the Week, and I'll let you break that down. Okay, so Nemesis of the Week, we're going to be talking about what champion have we been going up against during the past week that has given us the most pain. And for me, that champion of this week has been Gragas in the top lane. I've been playing a lot of top lane Quinn lately, and it's uh, it's a pretty fun pick, and it puts out a lot of damage, but when you're going up against Gragas, it doesn't matter how much poke you do, how like it just doesn't matter. I've literally gotten down a Gragas down to 10 health in lane, and within 5 seconds, he has healed himself back up to 50% health, <laughs> just on his passive. It's the stupidest thing. And has turned on me for a gank. 
It's it's like worse than going up against Darius, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know about it. Because yeah. <laughs> I fed Darius versus fed Gragas. Those are two completely different beasts. I'm I'm talking about how annoying the in lane is. At least Darius, like Darius, like it's a definitive. You're losing against Darius, right? You're because he'll he'll just kill you. Okay. Mm-hmm. With Gragas, it's like a stalemate in which you can't kill him. And then late game comes and he's a tank and you're still the squishy, like, kind of split-pushing ADC. And he can facilitate his team and you really can't. That's 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 the issue with my matchup. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. And then as far as the next topic will be Prey of the Week, so who would you um... be saying is your Prey of the Week? I went up against a few Rivens as Quinn. I like I went up against at least I want to say it was like two or three Rivens and they they were all of varying skill. One was one seemed like they actually had it pretty together. They knew how to um animation cancel and they knew the different combos to try to take me off guard. But I mean, I uh-huh. ate those Rivens up, man. I ate them up. I I won all three of those games. And I mean that last one where she was, uh, where the Riven was pretty good. We were pretty even in lane. So she would kill me, I would kill her. She would kill me, I would kill her. She would kill me on a gank, and then I would come back and kill her. But then once we got out of the laning phase, I took off and she didn't. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I feel like a real. I feel like a Riven who really knows what she's doing could really, really just fuck you up. But oh, I mean, you oh, were oh. you were playing Quinn, so uh, that's a that's that's so frustrating. I actually hate going top against Quinns, to be honest with you. And that's <laughs> Wait, you, would you rather go top against a Quinn or a Vayne? Or a what? Or a Vayne. A Vayne? Top Vayne? Mm, it depends who who am I playing. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Are you, you're going up against Quinn or Vayne. I'd rather go against Vayne because at least Vayne's not going to roam to my shitty mid lane. Vayne's going to be super squishy yeah. early. Yeah. Nope. Whereas, and Vayne also doesn't really have like a really strong disengage, whereas Quinn does. Yeah, I mean, she has her knockback, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a knockback, and it's a slow. Mm-hmm. So you immediately... And it also gives you that proc that if you shoot them on the proc, you get a burst of movement speed, and you also get attack speed. So now you're kiting away while you also have attack speed, so now you also get to get extra damage on them if they decide to chase you. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like a big gamble for them. That's a big reason why I was able to beat out the Ribbon. Gotcha. Cool, cool. Uh, Jared, what about you? Do you have a nemesis of the week or a prey of the week? Uh, I haven't really played at all this week. I'm actually yeah. playing a game right now. Same here. <laughs> I haven't played. But uh, You're playing ESL. a match right now? Yeah, I'm playing on my Smurf. <laughs> but uh, I'm playing against ESL, and he's pretty annoying. I mean, even though he got nerfed, he's still pretty annoying at a lower level. I don't know how to play against him, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, have you guys have you guys played with that ten band system yet? No. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Have you has has Yasao seen any play yet? Uh, no. And actually, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. for about three of my matches, he was banned twice. Yeah, let's say. Uh, I heard someone else say that he was, had like a ninety-four percent ban rate because. You consider both bands, but that's that's pretty astronomical. I will say that I might consider stopping banning uh, Arius though, because it seems like he's always banned on the enemy team. So I might stop banning him. I might start banning either Gragas or uh, Brand is another really bad one in my elo. Mm-hmm. See, I'm waiting for like the like reverse mind games to where. Everyone's going to be like, well, I'm not going to ban it because someone else is going to ban it because it's fucking OP. 
and then that shit's left open because no one banned it. I'm still waiting for that. But then maybe it'll be like a gentleman's draw where it's like both people on both sides were not planning on playing that or playing against that. So they're just like, they both decide not to choose those two champions. Yeah, uh, that's highly unlikely. So. Like, you go like, oh, I'm not going to ban Darius. And on the other side, someone's like, I'm not going to ban Yasuo. And then both of them get through. <laughs> So, Jared, if you had to pick uh, someone that you think is played a, a lot right now that you can just destroy, who would you pick? Um, like, which lane? Um, let's say, let's say in, in threes. In threes? You see a lot that you just be able to shit on. Yeah, I'm drawing play. <laughs> like it's just what about Sejuani because a lot of people are saying Sejuani is still strong out of the jungle uh... Jared likes to crap on Sejuani's she just yeah every time I played with Jared and there's a Sejuani on the enemy team he just goes in there either takes her camps or just kills her outright <laughs> yeah she's just useless uh huh that's that's a pretty legit strategy, man. Okay. And how, uh, how about you, will... Mr. Weber? Yeah. So I haven't played this week. Um, but I would say for Nemesis of the week. And it's not it's even like... Huh? It's a cat. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> damn you, Pearl. I'm just kidding. I like Pearl. Um... I would say Master Yi for both my team and the opposite team. That champion is just complete cancer. Like, I fucking hate that champion. You have to be in, like, the shittiest mindset to play that character. Like, legitimately. You're like, I'm going to go jungle, and I'm only going to show up to your lane if they're tower diving you, and I know I'm going to kill every single one of them after you die. I'm not going to provide any CC, and I'm just going to farm until I see an opportunity for me to even come to your lane. It was like the shittiest mentality for a jungler, and I can't stand it, so. That I would was... say my nemesis would be Master Yi that... for the enemy team and on my team. I don't want that shit at all in my games. That was never my mindset when I, was play... when I used to play Master Yi. My mindset was always, like, wait for the ADC to do something stupid and split off from the rest of their team in order to be safe, I'm going to queue to them, and I'm going to kill them, so that way they just lose all the damage in that fight. And then yeah, I go but clean it what, up. what were you doing until that team fight happened? Um, usually Fucking walking... Farming. <laughs> no, I wasn't farming. I'm going... It, if, there, if that's a team fight that I'm in, like, I, I do the, like, go back and forth, try to pick your target game. But the second that they st step too far back and you jump to them, they it's like they panic and they just start to run. So it's just like, oh, look, my ultimate just allows me to attack and move very quickly. Weird. <laughs> you get one kill, See, you get another kill, you get another kill. That's a, that's a shitty mindset to have as far as, like, the jungler. Like <laughs> That's a bad mindset to go, I'm going to take out their carry and protect my team from damage. That's a bad mindset. You're not protecting really? shit, dude. Don't even give it that, that nonsense. Oh my god. Jared, do you have anything to say about Master Yi? <laughs> uh, I'm not a big fan of him. <laughs> I mean, he, he doesn't offer any CC, and he's only good if he snowballs. He offers... Snowballs if he KSs. He offers the ultimate CC, and that's death. Okay, but you could do the same thing with flashier plays with fucking Lee Sin. And at least Lee Sin can cripple, he can give true sight, and he can fucking kick somebody into other people or back to his team. Like, but, play Lee Sin if you want to carry from the But jungle. he can't become untargetable. He doesn't have a bubble that absorbs all the damage in the world. And he also doesn't have true damage. These are all things that Master Yi has. Uh, and smite's considered true damage. Depending on what spot you take, that's true damage, dude. 
I'm gonna fight you to, to the death. Fuck <laughs> Master Anyway, I'm gonna leave it at that. Let's move Master on. Let's dick. move on to our next uh, topic, please. Yeah. Please. All right, so I'm gonna let Ricky go over this, but pretty much we're just gonna cover franchising. Oh, you said that yeah. so. You said that so enthusiastically. We're gonna we're gonna cover. Well, we're, we're gonna, gonna cover, cover franchising, franchising today. Omg, can gonna, you believe we're it? We're gonna go for franchising. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, um, so uh, if you haven't heard, the League of Legends NALCS is going to be franchising. Is it is it happening in EU also or no? I'm not sure. I the last thing I remember, is, and I haven't looked for a while, is that EU was going to do their own thing, but they were going to add two extra teams. Oh, that that would make sense. Uh, I maybe, don't. I don't think that they're doing the whole franchise. Maybe thing, they would so. play more games a, a split then. But, Jesus, um, dude, this whole fucking thing's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so franchising pretty much just like. So well, Ricky, sort of... Ricky, like, like, what is it? Let, okay, let's, so let's so it. franchising is essentially there are going to be set teams for uh, the NALCS. It's no longer going to be a uh, a relegation type setting where the lowest two teams have to battle the top two challenger teams in order to stay professional teams. It will just be like, there'll be set teams just like in football. You have set teams that play every year, no matter how bad they do or how good they do. It's the same teams every year. Um, and the, this is a pro because, or the pros to this are one, um, this should actually generate one a lot more money for the teams themselves, and then also it should also uh, it it will produce a lot more revenue for um, the esport itself. So it essentially, hopefully, like League of Legends as an esport will even get better than it is right now, which it's already really good. So hopefully, it gets better. Um, cons are. First off, we're going to have advertising because that's how they're going to make a lot of the money. So there's going to pre- probably be advertising between games and that little uh, five, five to the, or three to five minute stint between matches where the casters have nothing to say and it's just like kind of a break between each match. Um, and then another con is because um, teams no longer have a risk of being relegated out at the end of the split um and the players also have like contracts for how much they will get paid over the split the same way professional players do or professional players do in other sports there is uh the idea that maybe it will kind of take away their motivation to actually play um better or up to par with other teams because you essentially you could potentially come in last place and you would still be getting paid what you're owed. Um, there's, uh, oh. so the, those are the two, the big pros and cons of like what people are concerned with. Um, my thoughts on the cons are that the, the players themselves are still going to be motivated because just like in football, just like in basketball, if a player is not performing, they're just going to get cut from the team. And someone else is going to be brought in to take their place. So there, there is going to be some... There, the players are still going to be at risk. The team itself will not be at risk. So you have... Well, if they do... If, what is it? If they are the last two seat Or the last two places in five out of out of eight splits then they become they be they get asked to leave oh yeah oh okay i didn't I yeah didn't, so I didn't that way that, that way you you don't have like the cleveland browns of like league of legends or as i like to call them the liquids of the league of legends <laughs> the, so. the the team liquids of league of legends all right well that that works too um yeah i i still i my thoughts on it is it's a positive thing it's going to it's a different direction as far as esports 
in general goes. And then it's also like a, it's a risky decision that Riot is making to do this. But at the same time, this is probably the only way that they can expand on what they've already created within esports. So I think it's a good thing. I think um, if they don't do it right, then they essentially they will be the um, landscape, or they'll they'll be the I don't I don't know what I'm saying here. They'll they will be the example for other esports. Uh, professional gaming associations such as like uh, Overwatch and all these other ones to look at and go like, hey, this is what they did wrong. Now we could come in and scoop up the pieces and we could be successful on it. Thanks, Riot. You suck. And then that could be like a really big blow to Riot Games itself and maybe could have a potential dangerous to the future of League of Legends, but I don't I don't think it's gonna go there. I think they got a handle on it. Your thoughts? Uh yeah, so pretty much I have like the same same ish thoughts that you do. Um the only thing I have to like question is we everyone's assuming that it's going to bring in more money and more stability because like sponsors will get behind, you know, teams that are like solidified. Because, uh, like, the biggest argument right now is, like, uh, who's going to really want to sponsor a team that may not even be there? Um, but, I mean, they already signed, like, you know, the three-month contracts already. So, I mean, like, I, I don't know if this is actually going to make more money for them that way. I do like the idea of stability um, as far as, like, an actual sport. I will, however, miss the... Because uh, I'm a big Cloud9 fan, and if franchising was implemented before this, like, I would never see a Cloud9. Like, it wouldn't be a team. It would be, you know, TSM, CLG, Dignitas, and um, Curse's uh, academy teams that they just pulled from. So that part right there is kind of kind of upsetting. But, I mean, if you think about it, there's 10 teams in the LCS that's... Uh, five spots per team. Then you also have your academy teams who now have to have a full roster in order to compete, right? So technically, that's, uh, that's twi- at least twice as much as many people in the what we call the challenger scene right now. So that in itself is good as far as, like, promoting talent. Uh, I'm going to be curious as far as, like, uh, how you could put... I wonder if it's going to be all NA based as far as your academy team, or if they're going to implement like Koreans and uh, Europeans in the academy teams as well, because that would be a different dynamic as well. So, I'm also um, wondering if uh, because Riot actually released like the 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 base price of ten million dollars in order to buy a spot as a team, do you think they're going to expand the number of teams that are in NA or no? Uh, probably uh, not at the not at the beginning. I wouldn't assume they would probably want to do this model now. It's already set in like everyone's already used to it. So if they ever add more teams, they honestly they'll probably just do guinea pigs as far as EU is concerned. Because uh, like from what I've heard, they're going to be adding two more teams to see how that works. Mm-hmm. And if you add two more teams, the little group stages things that they do, the two different divisions or brackets that you play in might actually be more uh, like useful, I guess. So, um, but I mean, you gotta think, you add two more teams, like that is so many more games a week if every team has to play twice. So, I mean, it's just, it's it's up to Riot how they wanna do that, so. It, okay, so it is more games a week, but if, um... Because it's franchised and because uh, it looks like uh, esports is going to be shown on television channels and stuff like that, they can actually, they're going to have the ability to record multiple games at the same time. So it would be like, pick pick what game you want to watch. Do you want to watch uh, Echo Fox versus CLG at 1230? Or at 1230, do you want to watch TSM versus Cloud9? 
like you could you would be able to do stuff like that so i'm thinking like maybe maybe they do just completely what was that <laughs> i think they... somebody dropped by jared i i thought it was oh you know what it's uh my stepdad he's sleeping right now he's snoring oh <laughs> that was pretty loud dude i oh, yeah, i thought that was loud. the monster from cloverfield man if i'm honest but um maybe they'll maybe they'll actually completely embrace the model of um of like nfl and they'll start to kind of do what europe's doing and add more teams and then split it up into conferences and do it throughout the year like that but i don't know i may maybe i'm thinking too much on it anyway yeah, what are your thoughts on all this, Jared? Now that you've heard all this, what do you? How do you feel about franchising? I don't know. Like it, it, it's just a different way to look at the game, or how the you know, it's just organization. I just want to see more, more players, more teams. As long, That'd be cool. As long as I don't see like sponsored skins, oh, I'm fine. Well, the, the, the problem is you won't get more teams. <laughs> the, the, all these teams are going to be the same teams from here on out as far as... Well, we might, we like, could possibly lose certain teams that we have right now if... Right, but what I'm saying is, spots. like, you... you Okay, so my, my problem is, like, the, the way Liquid handles things, right? They did shitty last split, and they come back this split, and they do the same exact roster. Like... Yes. And and this is a time when like you have to be prevalent or you will lose your spot. You know, like it, so if teams are able to get away with what Liquid did this split, it's just uh, I don't know if it's any better or any worse. But hmm. it'll be good because uh, another thing we didn't touch on that's actually really nice is as far as like players' rights. Riot's actually going to jumpstart um, the League of Legends Player Association. So this will actually oh, yeah, to protect help. players against shitty things that happen. Yeah, so that's actually really nice to see, um, and hopefully people will start taking it more seriously. And I don't know. Uh, I think overall it will be a good change, um, but like you said, I mean, Riot really has to really think hard of like what they want to do because they are setting the standard for what other team or what other leagues will start to do. So yeah. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's let's move on to our next subject. Let's let's roll on to that. Um, so, yeah. we wanted to talk about uh, Echo Fox, particularly <clears throat> Delta Fox, Delta Streaming Fox, because the te- technically there's two, right? Because they have a full secondary roster, and then they have the stream stream team, right? Um, well, their, <laughs> their secondary roster in this case is their stream team. I already looked at the, the challenger roster for this split and it's, it's the team that we're going to talk about. Right. But, I, <laughs> but they, but they also have other players as well. Like this isn't like, uh, cause like when, when Echo Fox scrims this team specifically, uh, we'll just break it down. So yeah. Delta Fox is essentially the big time streamers of League of Legends, the past heroes of the North OGs. America. The, the OGs. I have and, this list up somewhere. I mean, they have on the cutie pie, so the OGs. Yeah. yeah, so we'll just run it down. So in the top lane, uh, this is going to vary depending on how cheesy they want to feel. But the last game I saw in the top lane, they have Dyrus from XTSM. They have shifter in the jungle and he's been on many teams i think clg was his last one or uh dignitas no i can't remember the last team shifter was on to be honest maybe even team liquid uh but that may not be right anyway uh moving on boy boy as the mid lane slash jungler uh he was last on team liquid before he he's mid lane slash jungler yeah well from what i've seen okay um but he should be top lane. But anyway, uh, then you have your AD carry as I'm a cutie pie and support Scara. Mm-hmm. 
So the way it's the way it's working out is Echo Fox is strictly going to be streaming, or not streaming, strictly going to be scrimming these players and these teams only. And it's actually a pretty big deal because as a uh, everyone's talking about like you know Cloud Nine, Cloud Nine scrims TSM to get strats and stuff, and that's probably why they're like the two of the best teams right now because they are scrim partners. Like it's it's known that they're scrim partners, so Brennan, they share ideas. Like Brennan, look what? at the look at week two's records and say that again. <laughs> I haven't watched anything yet, so... But, I mean, like, the same could be true as far as, like, the top teams. So, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because it's very interesting because everyone's flaming Delta Fox for doing this, for only scrimming this team. But if you remember last split, they had a very big, big controversy where uh, their... I don't want to say leader. Their owner kind of talk to a teammate before or talk to a player before they were signed kind of breaching that whole like um what is it were you they, like, they to, were poaching they were poaching, poaching is what they were doing yeah i mean they were accused for it they, they were never prosecuted for it but anyway so all the top teams cloud cloud nine tsm liquid to some extent wouldn't even scrim these guys because they were trying to show them like hey and it showed in their play, especially last split. I believe it was the odd weeks they did well or the odd weeks they did bad. I can't remember. Yeah, that, that every, was the big meme. Yeah, so like every time a patch came out, they didn't have time to scrim or the other teams wouldn't scrim them. So they wouldn't know how the patch worked as far as that. So now they're strictly stream. Uh, they're strictly going to be scrimming this team. And I wanted to get your feedback on it. I like it. I want to, I, I wish I could watch it. You can. They stream it, actually. Oh, did you? You say right yeah. now. I'm a, cute I, I'm a cute I specifically, I saw his. But yeah, they all stream. And while they're in the lobby, they all do a three-minute advertisement at the same time. And they go, hashtag teamwork. Like, it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I think this is actually a really smart idea. And I think that the team that they put together, like, the these particular... Um, League of Legends pro play veterans are like they're really good and they're really knowledgeable of the game. They've they still play the game even after they've retired and they still like they're still accumulating accumulating knowledge. Their skills maybe aren't up to the same par as where they were, but their knowledge of the game has grown even more. So I feel like doing this is only going to help Echo Fox ideally um that's if they take it seriously yeah if (laughs) they if they take it seriously um that being said i don't there is there are only like there's a limited number of players who have retired from league of legends that are held in such esteem as like this roster is so i couldn't see other teams being able to pull together a challenger team like this that they could do this with. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it, honestly, it's really nice as far as like, because you, you got to think that like the gap hasn't really closed, especially in North America. Like there's like a couple people where you can be like, damn, they're like mechanical skills, like godlike. But the rest of the teams, it's more of like a macro sense and a more of like, uh, like a team a team-based, like, can we outmaneuver this other team? Can we do it correctly? Like, I mean, they're all they're all pro players for a reason, right? Maybe maybe not even Keith, but last couple to, last couple times I watched Keith, he he wasn't like too terrible. But anyway, um, but it's just now they have people who specifically play that role, and not only that, they play it on current live patches. So, because the LCS is always one patch behind, usually, right? Mm-hmm. So, so like, the it's the more like half a patch to, behind. They're yeah, they're half a patch okay. behind. It's more like okay, but I mean, uh, a lot of the pro players they don't even look at patch notes. Like, 
they just wait to play it in uh, solo queue or wait for someone to tell them they're like, hey, this is crazy, and then they try it out. Like, the best people just to like tell you about like what's coming up and what's fucking strong and what's not are these players because they literally stream eight, nine, ten. I mean, Scar was streaming like fifteen hours a day for like a month or two straight. Like, that's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, but Scar is not the best. He's yeah. not the best, but he's actually. As he's far as he's like, probably one of the most knowledgeable out of all of them. Yeah. yeah, and he's the only one that has coaching experience out of all of them. So yeah. him being the support, he's, I feel like he's able to get more of a grasp of like what they're doing as far as their team and Echo Fox themselves. So I feel like this is actually a really good strategy. And I kind of like Echo Fox just saying, you know what, you guys won't scrim us last, you guys didn't scrim us last split don't scrim us this split like fuck you guys we got our own team we don't give a fuck like that's just that's dope I like it so yeah yeah, yeah okay. any other thing on this one mm, no I think I think we have covered exactly what is on everyone's minds with this idea of Rick Foxes so I think we're I think we're good on that let's move on to reworks then Verse now. <laughs> Elegantly done, sir. <laughs> so uh, this one, I just wanted to talk about uh, how you guys feel about uh, the reworks that just happened. So if we remember right, the first midseason update happened. Um, they had changes to an entire group of uh, champions. So like for the mages, you had like the four core and then like like six like subset where they just changed some minors. Same with, like, Juggernauts. It, like, overhauled the entire thing. Assassins. But for the tank rework, it was strictly three that they stated. But then they, they did, Then they like, rolled out some over the next few patches. Also. Yeah. Yeah, they just did, like, other ones that weren't a part of that tank rework. So I was wondering how you guys liked it as that versus how we got it before. Um... I I think I like the uh, the way they rolled out like they they they're still continuing trying to roll out like other um, like major tweaks slash reworks to certain champions even now Singed had a pretty big change up on the PVE they pulled it off though I think it was I think they decided it was too strong so they pulled it off but like the rework that they put out with. Uh, Ramus, I felt like that was a lot more well thought through and not so thrown together the way those other lighter reworks were, like back in the Marksman uh, rework and back in the Mage rework. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that who who was the other one? They did uh, a Mumu, a Mumu. I think that was like it was a really simple idea what they did. But it worked out really well, and for a while it was a little too strong. But it not to the extent that some of those, uh, some of the other ADCs were that were kind of on the sidelines when the ADC rework happened. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think I like this new way. The only thing I was upset with is the fact that when the tanks, like the main. The the three tanks that which were Maokai, Gali or not Galio, but Maokai, uh Sejuani and Zach were released. Those three seem to have like the worst issues. Is like Sejuani's too tanky and she does too much damage. Zach doesn't do enough damage and they screwed up his ult. Maokai, his ult is garbage, and everything else is essentially still the same. What's up with all this? Like I feel like they didn't they they kind of missed the mark with the those main three, but the stuff that they released afterwards was actually really good. Now I want to ask you: Do you feel like those three were so prominent in like what was wrong with them because there was only three of them? Like compared to like if like say the update had six or seven different things changed. Would we still highly focus those three, like, as hardcore as we did? Or do you think there would be a lot more people trying all these other champions out before they stated what they felt was right and what was wrong? 
So, okay, let, let's take the, the, uh, let's take the four, or the, the, it, we're not going to include Galio in this because he got a full-blown, like, visual update and everything like that, but let's say, let's add Amumu and let's add Ramus and say that they released all those at the same time. Did they do another one aside from those two? Uh, Kindred Rexai. Yeah, yeah, but those aren't well, tanks, and neither is well, Heimerdinger. Rexai was considered a tank. And then yeah, Ken, uh, Rexai was a full rework. Yeah, Re- Rexai was a full rework, but that well, but that, that wouldn't that wouldn't have been re- released in the tank update, is what I'm saying. So let's say let's say they also released Mumu and Ramus at the same time as they did Malkai, uh, Zach, and Sejuani. My thoughts on that would be that. There wouldn't be as much focus on the issues with both Zach's weaknesses upon release and the crazy buffs that he got in order to kind of even him out afterwards. There wouldn't be as much focus on the fact that Sejuani was entering matches with like 200 freaking armor and magic resistance passively. Um, there wouldn't have been... This a little strong. She got a base 100... On both, on both magic resist and armor, plus like twenty percent of her bonus magic resistance and armor. Yeah, and that's that, that's basically the very first thing they touched as yeah. soon as they. <laughs> that was level one walking out onto the rift with over a hundred magic resist and over a hundred armor. That is ridiculous. So, yeah. um, and a slow reduction, immune to slows. <laughs> yeah. That's it's nonsense. Um but I think I do think that those would have been less focused, but not not as much as we think, because I mean the only issues that happened with like a Mumu and with Ramus is like Ramus got no blowback from his rework. Not that I've heard. And Amumu, the big blowback with him was the fact that he was giving his team 4 million true damage on their magic damage. And so it was like, oh, let's tune that down. And now, had when was the last time you saw Amumu in a, in a match? Yeah. So I... So those things would have gone away real quickly. People are still bitching about the, the main three right now, as we speak. People are still bitching yeah. that Malkai's ult sucks. People are still bitching... That Sejuani does way too much damage out of the jungle. People are still bitching that Zack is too strong now. Like, it's... So, I... At this point, yeah, I think they would have still... Like, this point down the line, I think they would still have the same amount of heat on them as they do right now. On release, maybe not as much. Okay. So, but, I mean, uh, taking away the fact that do you think they missed their mark on this one? Do you, do you like the fact that they did a specific three and then added other ones later? Or would you have rather had them all at once? I'm selfish, so I would have rather had them all at once. Obviously. But I'm happy okay. that I'm happy they did it the way they did it because I think they did a better job with the later ones because of it. Okay. Jerry, what about you? I, I like them when they don't do them all at once. Yeah, I feel like uh, I'm with Jared on this one. I feel like they it seems like they have a better grasp on what to nerf and what to buff if they only do a couple at a time. Um, I feel like because when the the mage rework happened, like there's just stupid broken shit. Like Malzahar was like pick ban every fucking game because he was so strong and. Have they, Brand was super strong on top of that. Have like they a, nerfed Brand at all since the mage rework? I think they did. I don't. Um, I, am, I, I feel I do like not I, remember them ever ever nerfing. I feel like his. Uh, I, I mean, I could be wrong, obviously, but I I feel like when he was originally released with his rework, his little passive uh, explosion did so much damage. It still does like, so much damage, and it scales. Like, <laughs> It scales yeah. with magic damage. But you don't see people like jungle going jungle brand because of that shit. Like <laughs> like yeah. he was a jungle brand. Malzahar was jungle Malzahar when they had their reworks because they were so strong. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, On that, you have you have good points. Yeah. So I, I I'm just saying. As for me, I think I like them individually or like smaller set um, because I feel like, especially for me, if I have six brand new things I need to completely relearn or learn new things about them, I would like to play all of them just so I know them. And if it's three compared to five, like that's two less games right there of one specific character that I have to play. So no. I don't know. I kind of like, I kind of like the small spurts of them, but I do like how they keep coming out. It seems like every month there's like a new little tweak or rework. It's like it. every patch, man. I was, I was yeah. actually about to say that. Okay. Now that they've gone away from, uh, just like tank reworks and tank updates, how do you feel about the the fact that there has been like a, a champion update? Oh dear, that was another tank that got updated. Anyway, uh, how do you feel about the fact that like since the tank update happened, they have been doing updates like every single patch since then? So I like it. I like the idea that like they're not just sitting on these champions because. I mean, who who ever played Kindred before she got this little rework? Like, let's but. let's let's just go down the list off the top of my head. So you have Udir, you have Amumu, you have Heimerdinger, you have uh, Ramis, you have let's see who else? Is it? Kindred, you have Rexai, and uh, Malzahar just got a freaking rework. Yeah, like. And these are like these are the their kits are relatively the same, but there there are some major changes in there which would constitute a rework. And we didn't have to wait. We didn't have to look at a list and see their little icon pop up. Oh look, Evelyn's gonna get a rework sometime in the next twenty patches. I don't know when, but maybe it was well, just like, oh, here you go. Here's a rework coming out for this champion. This champion's been weak, and we want to make them stronger here. Well, I mean, granted, like. Uh... Evelyn's getting like a all overhaul, like yeah, she's getting like the Galio, she's getting the yeah, the Galio thing, she's getting Galio treatment. She is getting the full video, like video or visual update on top of her yeah. rework, and I like that. But I'm thinking like, which champion are they gonna reach? Like, what will be the final straw as far as visual updates to where they can start doing this and just like go like, okay, this champion's weak right now. Rework this champion's. Well, I mean the rework. the visual updates we don't like are it. only the visual updates are only coming because we have progressed so far and these champions look old. Yeah. So I mean the same thing's going to happen when the technology for this game gets better and better. Like I mean the fact that you can see Cassiopeia's tail like intertwine like that now they can add implement that to other people or other champions and the newer champions come out they're going to surpass and do things way cooler than the older champions are. So there's always going to be a need to rework all champions. Case so, in point, Lucian's auto attack an- or Lucian's auto attack animation versus like who am I thinking of? Vane's auto attack animation. It's like Vane's auto attack animation looks freaking ugly. Lucian's looks like a freaking dance. It looks beautiful. Like, have you ever seen like a, a perfectly woven together Lucian combo? It looks awesome. Vane, it's yeah, just but... like ugh, 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 <laughs> ugh, ugh. Or if I you have, know, that's how twitches too. Like, it's there's nothing cool about it. Especially when he ulties, his range just gets bigger. Like, <laughs> that's the it doesn't even show like. But I mean, even even. About it. Like even Twitch though, his his auto attack animation since they gave him his rework like three years ago now or two years ago now or whatever, his auto attack animation looks a lot cleaner and his like his animations like when he throws his W and stuff like that, that all looks better. That's true. Whereas, but I mean, what are you what are you gonna give the vein? She has a tumble. She has a knockback, and one is just a passive. Like <laughs> you know what you give to Vein? A rework. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they should ever touch Vayne. You don't think so? No, I like Vayne. I really do. I think she's a she's just uh, just such like a. I would genetically, she's so good. I could stand for just a visual update for Vayne. 
If they did just okay. a visual update for Bane, I'd be happy. That's fine. I mean, would you... I mean, it, I played a lot of Diablo 3 when it first came out, so I mean, to have have a... I can't remember the name of the character, but the character in there, Demon Slayer or something like that, but that'd be pretty cool. Anyway, but the <laughs> the less people like have for Vayne, the less she's played, and I'm okay with that, so... That's where I'm getting at. I don't want to play with or against the Vayne, so I'd rather her not be touched so everyone forgets about her. Oh, oh man, where are we? How did we get here? Oh, oh, hey, look at that over there. It's voice chat. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> These segues, man, they're, they're on point tonight, dude. Kudos. Jared, how do yeah, you... So how do you feel about the fact that they're adding voice chat to League of Legends eventually? Uh, they're doing everything eventually. Like... Yeah, but voice chat was definitely stated that that is the next thing that they are like currently all hands on deck working on. <clears throat> I just wanted to hear your uh, input as far as like... I, I was just going to be more troll. Um, my thoughts are too little too late. What are we talking uh, on right now? Oh yeah, Discord. What else is out there? Oh yeah, there's like Curse. Actually, Curse got bought up by Twitch. Okay, so there's Twitch, there's Skype, there's TeamSpeak. There's all these other facets that you could talk to talk to your team through. And... Yeah, but honestly, how often do you really want to talk? Exactly. Yeah, that was that was my thing. Like, I don't want to talk to these people. Like, if they're raging and shit, like, even so, like, if they have like music playing in the background. So, like, the only thing I can relate it to is, like, playing Call of Duty, like, on Xbox or PS4 or PS3, and you get all these people who are just, like, you either have people just, like, why the fuck did you do that kind of a thing. <laughs> it's not really, like, team building. It's just more, it's just another way to flame people. Perhaps. And then you have people, yeah, you have people who just, like, play, like, blaring their music into like their microphone and stuff and it's yeah. just like that's just not i mean like honestly when me and jared or me jared and ricky play like when we play it's only the three of us and that's all we need to talk to like if i want to talk to someone like i can use my keyboard yeah if we if we like, want to win it's just like a communication between the three of us that's it and when that goes bad the game goes bad <laughs> I am curious though, what does LCS use as far as their voice chats? Um Honestly, I have no freaking idea. I'm gonna guess they just have Discord up in the background and they're just <laughs> all on Discord. Yeah, shout shout out to Discord. Yeah. Um I feel like it's probably like their own program or something, but it could be. I mean they for all we know, they could have been beta testing the voice chat option for League of Legends for like the past five years using the LCS. Yeah, could have been. Um but that all being said, like I so you said you've said like who wants to listen to these people, right? I've gone into matches before where I was like invited into a team for someone who like I didn't know, but, like, we had played a match together, so at some point they friended me or I friended them, and so they invite me to a match. And before the match starts, I'll go, like, hey, do you guys have Discord? And, I like, when I ask that, I'm, I'm asking it sarcastically. Everyone has Discord. You could, anyone could use Discord. <laughs> but right. I'll ask, I'll ask anyway, do you have Discord? Um, and I, the last time that this happened... The two people who I was, I was in a team with, they go like, oh, yeah, we have Discord. I go, okay, here's the link. And one of them clicked on it, and they they went into the chat. And the second I said something, they left. And then they typed to me like, uh, I'm I'm not really a talker, so I'll join the chat, but I'm not going to, like, say anything. And I was like, okay. Um... That's not really going to help us at all. <laughs> so they literally, they joined, they went back to the chat and joined it, and I left. It, like, yeah. And that's going to be, that's going to be the story of League of Legends chat. 
whatever. I don't know. It just seems like in in like a competitive sense, yeah, it might be cool. But I mean, the people that I play with, I don't I don't want to get I don't give a shit what they have to say. Like, I'll listen to their pings because I won't mute it because I think that's dumb. But like, if they're talking spam and shit, like I uh, I don't want to hear it. So I don't know. I just think it's one of those things. that's like we've already found a way around it. So. I don't really care. Let sleeping dogs lie, but whatever. If people if people find it positive and somehow it doesn't cause a bunch of strife in the game and all that stuff, like good on you. But otherwise, I I'm just I foresee me hitting mute a lot. <laughs> I uh, I just yeah I probably won't use it at all. Like the second I get Tyler one in a game. I'm just like, I'm done. Like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Cool, cool. So, so, last subject. Let's, uh, we did a little fantasy league. So, we actually started it last Friday, which, uh, basically, we didn't do it before the league started. So, week two is actually our week one. So, we just wanted to go over that for everyone. So, um i will go with my roster and then dragon you can go jared you can go and then dragon will also do caesar since he's not here today and yep. he's our fourth so um my league is c9 brennan that's my team name because it's dope as shit uh so my top lane i have someday from dignitas my jungler, I have Moon from FlyQuest. My mid laner, I have Jensen from Cloud9. AD Carry, Stixade from CLG. And support is Biofrost from TSM. Uh, my flex is Impact in the top lane for Cloud9. And my team is Cloud9. And then my alternates, I have Lod as AD Carry for Dig. Ryu for mid lane for P1. And Acadian for the jungler for Echo Fox. Yay! Yay! Go me! Uh huh. All right. So my team is called the. Where's uh... the name of my team? Well, it's Dragons United. You know, I'm camping dragon, thus Dragons United. And in my top lane, uh, you have Darshan from CLG. Jungle is Contracts from C9. Mid lane is Pole Belter from Immortals. Double Lift is my AD carry from TSM. You have Aphromu on support from CLG. Ray as uh, my flex from C9. And then you have uh, my team, chosen team, is Immortals. And my alternates are Cody Sun from Immortals. You have Huhi from CLG. And then you have Lyra from Envy, which I am regretting so much not switching him in for contracts during this week yeah you dumb dude he brought in so like dude he's brought in bank for his team he could have brought in bank for my team <laughs> i i'm i'm hoping like i'm banking on the fact that contracts turns up the heat in the next match that c9 is in essentially like him and ray i need them to bring me points to bring me home yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why you had Ray. Wait, was Ray your starting? No, he's my flex. Okay, okay. I was just saying, I don't know why you have Ray as a starting when it's stated he may not even play this whole time. No. My, but, uh, dude, Jared, my... Jared, do you have yours up or no? No, I don't. Okay, I can go over yours then. What were you going to say, Ricky? Oh, I was just going to say, my entire alternates roster brought in more points than their counterpart. <laughs> on my team. It's funny. All right. So, uh, for Jared, Jared is the Victoria's Secret because he's gay. I don't know. Why did you pick that name? Because uh, it's sexy. Ooh, it's sexy. I like it, actually. It's All clever. Right, so his, in his top lane, he's got Flame from Immortals. Jungler is Dardoch from CLG. Mid laner Bjergsen from TSM. Wild Turtle at AD Carry from FlyQuest. Support is Smoothie from Cloud9. And I don't know why you have Exile as your mid lane. So, <laughs> uh, I feel like that was a misclick. Or did you, oh, that's uh, the one where like it picked for you, huh? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you run out of time, it picks for you, apparently. And his team is FlyQuest. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And then, Dragon, I'll let you talk about good old Caesar's Caesar. team. So, Mr. Athopolis, he created the uh, Altex Revenge. And uh, if you remember, Mr. Caesar, he is our, uh, he does the LCS overview with us. So for his top lane, he picked Hanser, uh, Jungle, Svensgaren from TSM. Those two are both from TSM. Mid lane, he swapped in Froggen. He, ori- he initially had Alltech, but, uh, or no, he initially had Alltech for his uh, ADC. So he swapped in Froggen. Um, then he has Sneaky as AD carry. He has Lemonation as support from FlyQuest. And then he has High for his flex mid from FlyQuest. Um, and he is Team TSM. And I can't tell you his alternates because they aren't here right now. Yeah, I, I couldn't see Jared's either. Yeah. I would have to go to his roster specifically. Yeah. So the way this week is, we start week two as our week one. Uh, my team, Cloud9 and Brennan, is against Caesar's team, Altex Revenge. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that works out. And on the opposite side, you have Camping Dragons, Dragons United against Skater Monkey Rats, Victoria's Secret. So we'll keep you up to date to see who is the smartest and the better chooser. And at the very end, I don't think Jared has heard this before, so this will be news to him. Oh, yeah. Uh, the <laughs> The... One person who wins, the other three will pitch in to buy them a jersey of their choosing. What? Yeah. So if Jared wins, he's gonna get that that tank <laughs> wild turtle. Okay, you guys are gonna feel so bad yeah. when I win. Especially since like half my team's a random pick. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's what you do, Jared. You just Oh no. It's irritating sometimes. Hey, I'm looking forward. Yeah, gets the best. I'm looking forward to that pole belter immortals jersey. I might go with that Cody son though. I don't know. I'm Ooh. liking Cody son. I like that name. <laughs> cool, cool. We have anything else as far as rosters or? Um, no. Not away. No. So you want to wrap it up? Spend some time. Okay. Cool. All right. So uh, that does it for this episode. Uh, If you like us, uh, you can like us on Facebook at the Twisted Trio Podcast. Uh, Like us, share us. Um, No one has still shared us. Uh, But once people start sharing us, we're going to place your name in a drawing and pull out one drawing a week for the first three weeks that it starts, if it ever starts. And that lucky winner will get a um, random skin from us. So, well, just one, not from each of us, just from me. Um, If you have any questions, you can email us at mail.twistedtrio at gmail.com. And we just set up our Twitter. We're going to try to use that a little more, uh, but that will be twistedtriopod or at twistedtriopod on Twitter. Um, yeah, so as far as that's concerned, um, that does it. That's exciting. Yay, we did it. <laughs> cool. So for, uh, for me, I'm your host, Brendan, call me Nighthawk Weber, here with... Camping Dragon Medina. And... Your favorite, Skinner Monkey Rat. Ooh, Jared. nice, I like it. Jared. And we're going to we'll find a topic. We're going to find a topic that you're going to just love talking about at some point, and then me and Brennan aren't going to be able to shut you up. Oh, I wasn't really into this topic that well, just because <laughs> I was actually only weak. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fun stuff. So catch us next time. We'll talk about uh, week two of NAEU LCS. <laughs> Jesus, Jared. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Story. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. Good night, uh, everybody. That does it. I'm stopping the recording. <laughs> and. Stop.